TXG. What's the deal, brother? Damn, I'm to the... Talk to us, man. Let them know where you from, man. I'm trying to see. Damn, what the fuck? All right. I'm from Boston. Boston, Mass, baby. Beantown. Boston, Beantown, man. Like, um... Like, all your life? How far you go back, like, the 80s or the 90s? Um... Say late, late 80s. I stayed in VA, too, so... Not all my life, so like um, 80s, late 80s, and then middle of the 90s, I stayed in VA. I stayed in um, Holly Cove, a VA, piece of my Holly Cove niggas, and um, in Norfolk too, and then back to Boston. No, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So like what type of... um. Like, during that era, man, like, what was it, though? Like, was it a hustler's vibe, or what was going on around there? Which one? What, growing up? Yeah, growing up, like, 12 years old. What year are we talking? All right, 12. Like, around 12, I mean, that's when um, Boston was popping, um... Like this for people who don't know about Boston's like this. We not, you know what I'm saying, no no flag rockers, no um, gang affiliated like that. Um at the time, maybe twelve years old, not known block or street like that, but I'm from Sutton Street. Um at the time. Um Washington Street, I'm not affiliated, but it was around Castle Gate. Castle Gate is like one of the major gangs now. Like I said, the difference is our gangs in Boston is we didn't we don't we don't flag or nothing. So it's like different streets and the dudes is from the streets, they represent where they from and the area that they from. And those streets, you might have somebody or as you know, anything else, everybody and they won't be somebody or whatever. They they into their own clique. And at the time in the eighties, it's just like what's on my hat, and I'm not from here, but it got different now. But um, like we represent hats. So, like I said, the original Red Sox hat was Castlegate, humble, humble Raiders, Oakland or uh, Raiders hat. So that's what how you represented in Boston is when you threw on that hat and them starter jackets. And um, yeah, it was a hustle's mentality. Like you know, everybody selling crack. Um. Well, I wouldn't say everybody, because like I said, at my time, like you said, 12, most of the time it was 13, 14, 15, the teenagers. And when I grew up, like what's going on today was totally different. Like you couldn't be in Boston and be all over the place, rocking jury. You wasn't in the game. You had to be somebody to be outside and be in certain places and be selling drugs. You just wasn't going to be just no anybody, you know what I'm saying, and um, be outside pumping. Um, Myself, I was lucky because when I was like 10 years old, I stayed um, by the place that I mentioned before on Washington Street by, by Castlegate. And somebody put me on. I had a candy hustle. So I got with a guy that was actually from Oakland. Keyshawn was a good guy. I was like a father mentor to a lot of people on the streets. And um, he had a candy event. We used to sell things like turtles, mints, 
chocolate and shit, whatever. It'd be funny to a lot of niggas, but it was great because I was 10 years old, bummy people, some of my family smoking crack and shit like that. So I got on that van, we started hustling. He used to take us to the white neighborhoods and stuff like that. So that's why I got to even learn a lot of the areas and, and going to Somerville, Cambridge, Massachusetts, Brighton, like knowing the area and making money when I was like 10 or 11 years old hustling. And most of the people on that van, they was older than me and all of us. And I love all them dudes. But they was older around my same age. And that dude was like a father figure to a lot of guys. I had my father though, but he was a father figure and a great person. And um, used to take us to do sports and take us to a lot of places and stuff like that. And um, I'm just going on with this one because it was very um, monumental for me. But eventually, like anything else, most of the people on that van are no longer here. And obviously because they took that hustle, we was young entrepreneurs and that's actually what it was. It was called um, um, American Teens or Young young Entrepreneurs. and you know, they took that entrepreneur somewhere else and took it to a gangster level, the ones that was older than me and, and so on and so forth. So, like I said, um, we we throw, the, we throw this, when you see a Boston nigga, we throw up the three, that's not game. Or like with Paul Pierce, like when he came out here, I, I'm missing it. But um, we throw up the three out here, that's just three stripes Adidas. And it's just a representation of all of Boston. Which um is um Dorchester, Roxbury, Mattapan, for the for, for the um for the most people, South End too, and um yeah so, well, yeah so basically that was that was just cracking being on the ad and like like I said you just so like what type of like when you, when you come okay so you told me about what was going on around that area during that time so what was going on with you exactly how was you um moving around what type of obstacles is you coming across well like i said um well i was 10 like i said when i was 10 i was on that van and i was getting money like because i was you know man i'll keep moving yo so like me for is i came so my obstacle was first like going to school dealing with street shit and like getting influenced by, by rap music by coogee rap and um all the different types of styles of music and shit, you know what I'm saying? Public Enemy, like different types of all that stuff, listening to Q, all that stuff is in my ear. But then I'm going home to a crack environment. So I'm outside, you know what I'm saying? Then like going outside, yeah, you got to fight, you got to hold it down. But then I also, I'm from Boston, John Wu, I'm from Boston, 617, baby. So then you, you got to, so mainly, like, I, I mainly was just, like, hustling off of, like I said, legally hustling as a little nigga. And like I said, at 10, 11 years old, I'm making $40, $30, a day. So, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm kind of doing better than these dudes that was even selling crack. Because at that time, them dudes was taking 3400 off their big from the OGs and shit like that. So, you see what I'm saying? Unless they was really flipping and really on a, on a joint. A lot of them ain't even really have money like me, you know what I'm saying? If you was a slow hustler, because I was having like $250. Like if I really did my money right, I was having like $250. 11 years old, I probably had like 200 I was holding down my whole family, like like I said, because me and my little sister used to be struggling. My people's are smoking, you know what I'm so saying? You, yeah, yeah. Here. So you saying, that, hold on, hold on. So you saying that 11 years old, you was pretty much holding down your whole family, making yeah, 250 my, my, in the street. 
Yeah, like I mean, it probably take me a week because, but it probably take me a week. I ain't gonna gas it. Probably, but I would work on that. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. So yeah, about that, I ain't gonna go can on it. And I used to try to stash my money, and come up, you know what I mean? Because without them, my people are smoking. So all they did is all the clothes that I was coming up with. I was buying that shit on my own. My parents ain't brought me no clothes since I was probably like eight years so old. Like, so like I used to have to buy so soap like what you're saying like, is like um uh, let me let me bring you back to something. So when you when you coming up and you saying the way you get money is you know what I'm saying the uh result to the streets and hustle, right? Mm-hmm. So when you going through this this type of environment you you hustling and you gotta eat and your family gotta eat but are you how do you feel about like are you hustling the same thing that your family is using Nah, see that's the thing that's good that's a great question brother on like it took me a long time because the funniest thing is i had the yin and the yang from the young um situation that's why things saved me with thank God too, is because I was double parent. Like they both was getting high, but then I still was shook from my parents because my parents even know it was getting high when they won't get high. It was regular parents, like they was on some shit, and I still had to respect them. And still, I didn't really want to run in the streets neither. I wasn't never like I never like sold crack. So yeah, and I, I mean even up to like when I really got in the streets and really started doing that. Yeah, I never really kind of. I think that's why I didn't really excel in that shit because I didn't really. Hold on, your mic, your mic, your mic is sounding a little off right now. Hold I don't on. know what I can do see. about them. Uh, maybe turn you got you got the um. No, nah, put the phone. Put the phone. Is you holding the phone or is it still? No, I'm on the computer, bro. You know I'm on the computer. Are you on the computer? Okay, yeah. cool, cool. So, I would say. Hold on. All right, let's let's keep going. You hear me? Yeah, yeah. All right, you remember what you was at? So, I mean, the last part I think what you was asking, yeah, but um, last thing you was asking me is like for the further to move on is like maybe five, six, seven years later, whatever. Even when, yeah, that definitely, yeah, Rossway, Dorchester, Mattapan, out the Crawfish, okay, Timmy Tap, I see that, yeah, Mattapan, Sutton Street. Dorchester, Esmar, Strong, Brovo, nothing, nothing nice downtown, you know. So um, yeah. So like, yeah, I think that's like I was saying. I don't, I think that's why I never really um, excelled in, in, into selling crack anyway, and never really um, excel. I mean, try to be a, a boss player with it, with it, because like I'm a different type of animal, different type of cat. I'm not, that's why I think also with God, I'm not a jealous person because I never like was one of them type of kids that like that shit blew my mind. I mean, I would see things and it'd be exciting and I would see dudes with girls and I know it's because of what they doing, but it never really excited me because I knew that that was the same thing that was punishing my home. Rather the motherfucking thing that's corny or not, but I'm a person that was affected by that fully. So I never really like never really did that because like i said especially at the time like i'm telling you like i went from like the craziest thing yeah east college get busy to me tap like you know what i mean i never really my k Verdian stand up like i never really got a um 
too excited because like I told you before, when I was young, even at 12, so like I was on that candy van for like two or three years, like two and a half, and the dude helped me get them sneakers and stuff. So I'm doing stuff legally and getting, like I told you, unless you like, I mean, of course, a lot of niggas made more than 250, but I'm doing it <laughs> and I'm still going to school. You know what I'm saying? I'm playing like I'm not playing for school, but I'm playing football. I'm still living like a regular kid. I see what's going outside and people are more involved than me. I'm not a person from a big family. So it was like certain things that I had to like figure out what was going on and, and, and protect myself in the right way. So I just I think, you know, looking back and stuff, I did a lot of things right. And like I said, man. I don't know the nature of the trees to swim where I just wasn't too infatuated by that shit. So as again, once um once I even got older to the point, like I said, the pumping, I I mean I majorly sold like I always think about the joke about it. I probably sold like a um about an elephant and a half of weed though, but like the crack game never really excited me like that. So like when it came to like um movies like Blue Hill Avenue. But they, know, they um, made that in Canada, it a, but it relates. My fault. I yeah, was it a good right. depiction of um what was going on during that time frame? Like even when they was younger? Yeah, I mean, see, I, yeah, because I, I got you. You get into the good joints because, like I said, I'm only going to um, answer to and elaborate. But um, it's a good depiction. It just sucks that, you know, at the time of the money, everybody's going to Toronto. And it shot in Toronto. wasn't It wasn't shot in Boston. But it kind of gave a good depiction in certain ways, like except they ain't put shavus in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If like anybody know in Boston, like you would want to put shavus in a uh, in a situation of a movie. You know what I mean? But shavus works because I just threw it out there for y'all. It's like a skating ring in Mattapan, which was very dangerous, especially for a lot of cats that's not from out here. I mean, from like it was in Mattapan and um in Murderpan, where I was from at the time. Again, I rep Murderpan and Dorchester Moor. But um, it was in Mattapan, and that's why I give it to South um to like South End to Roxbury cast and dudes that are tough that come from more further up that would come to Shavu because it's Shavu's is a skating ring, but that's what you did when we was teenagers, and it was a couple of times a week Saturday and Sunday or whatever. But them Roxbury dudes like we home, you know what I'm saying? And they had to get on this bus to go home, and like niggas get fucked up going to Shavu's, you know what I'm saying? And like. But them kids from other places, they're coming in, take that risk. So did you have any like like when it was going on, like even um like I didn't see it in the movie, but was it in any type of because it's East Coast in New York, they like to move around. Was it any type of influence during the time with New York? What you mean what type of influence? Um, like was New York guys around? Oh, I mean, see, that's why I always give them, like, Doobie Sam, Brooke, like, you know, that's one thing I give New York. New York niggas, wherever they think some money's at, they're going to go. That's why I give a New York motherfucker. They they, they know some money there, they're going to go. Oh, you nigga, Vincenzo and Murder Pan, yeah, Murder Pan, no doubt. You know, that's a nigga put history up there, Sutton Street, Spartan Dogs. So, um, yeah, and Theodore, too, and Wilson. I'm sorry, because he's uh, he's must be from out here. He knows what's popping, so I got to give a shout-out. And as Monstry, I got to get shout-out and Grove Hall again. But, yo, um, nah, we we I mean, we always had, like I was telling the kids from out there that I talked to, um, we always kind of, like, had issues with, you know what I'm saying? We the baby brother, cut, right. we the baby brother of them. 
So, and we always had smoked the all mountain. Like, if you know about Ray Benzino, Arso, them motherfuckers always held us down and went to New York and got busy, went to Cali to let people know about Boston and like how you kind of asking and people don't know. And what I was going to get into is like, um, you know, it's not all white people. And, you know, it's a lot. It's like I said, it's those hoods that I said. And then especially as time goes on, you have the crazy Lynn City. You, you, it's um, um, a lot of kings out there. Cambridge, um, even Chelsea is the mixed divide. Um, Brockton, how the hell I'm going to forget the Brockton's where Malvin Hag was from. You know, that my cousins from out there it was a big Willie Brockton kid busy date now kind of so let, let me ask you something though like with the like when it come to boston and um it's a big irish too influence right it's well, irish. like i was telling you uh, not no really no it do but it ain't really have no influences on us we don't no, yeah that's what i was about to ask you did it nah, have any influence nah, on, um, happened. The only influence it had on us is why well, I'm too young for it to really own it. And what I went through it too is the only influence that it really because see, this is how it is too that I left out. It's like what I said, what I just gave shout out to is the Shavu things like this. We really, especially with them being white, we have no reason to go to South Boston. So, but I end up going to school there, just like if y'all ever Google up in South Boston, we got bus. So, what happened was they 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 ship vice versa, they ship the um that um them kids deeper and let us go to south boston and um the south boston the whiteys you know what I'm saying they rocked up the buses or whatever but it wasn't no influences i understand what you're saying because it was a mob thing but they never came in the hood and like hit nobody with no packs or like i mean of course it's somebody big or somebody older like a bumpy our bumpy but it's nothing nothing that came back to my mind or i've never seen like no no mob dude in my hood ever you know what i'm saying like it's it's it's, it's not far from here everything is um like Everywhere, like I tell you, that I'm from Mattapan, Dorchester, and the Rockford thing, South End. All of it is like if you get in the car, like Dorchester, Mattapan, you're gonna you can walk those two. I mean, the, the um yeah, the borders of Mattapan and Dorchester, those are walkable, um on all types of sides of it. The borderline of those two towns, that you you can walk them. You you know what I'm saying? But and saying at the same time, what you asked me about the Irish is like when I was growing up, like you asked me. Most of the time, if you're from Mattapan, you stayed in Mattapan. If you're from Dorchester, you stayed in Dorchester. If you're from Roxbury, you stayed in Roxbury. That's the game. I said the um, Shavu thing. Because you, like I said about coming outside, pumping and stuff like that, you didn't just go all over the place like that. Orchard Park is Roxbury, too, where Bobby Brown, New Edition, is from. That's a big, major project. New York niggas was out there, too, and, and did some stuff until they end up eventually, you know, until things for a Boston gangster's perspective got right. But um yeah, but they don't have any phones now. The Charles, like I mean, and that's um uh, uh who's my guy just Boja is from Boja ran that if you, you know, obviously you know about Wadi Boja if that's why you asked me about the um the Irish the Irish thing. And um that's South Boston. But I actually went to school myself, middle school and before I left with to go into high school I went to South Boston. It's very racist over there. You could be over there for a while. It used to be time I met my school um, schoolmates. I'll go over there and play football with them. It get it get dark. Uh, history is time for you to go.
you know what I'm saying? I actually work over there now, and I'll be thinking about it and telling some of my coworkers, like, we couldn't be over there waiting on this bus back in the day. But, nah, they never brought any influences. I mean, I'm glad they didn't, just like the town, if you've seen the town, um, the Charlestown kids, the, I mean, I'm just seeing it just like y'all. I was oblivious to it. Them dudes, I mean, the dope heads were in the, from, from the projects, white projects. Um, but those kids was out there on um, bank robbers. They're known that everybody out oh, there. Oh, me, hold on. Before you even... Definitely serious. And our white girls. That's one thing I'll tell you. Both of them species out here, like you, your Boston, like you go to the garden, you go to Celtics game, popping that shit. You go to the Patriots game. Like our white people out here are very serious. Like so let me, let me ask you a question, right? So when they come to, um, like you said that, white people got their own projects or different races like everyone got their own is it that segregated where everyone has their own like if you poor you live in your own poor neighborhood with your your uh, race or if you rich you live in the neighborhood with your rich race how is it okay you gave it back to me something like that in a way like i can't think back then um, South Park. Well, I would say it like this. When I'm from, like I said, Mattapan is like this. Mattapan is um the majority of um um Mattapan is uh, Haitian people, West Indian people, and Black people. Dorchester is the same, but then Dorchester got Spanish and Dominican people with them. Roxbury the same, like Mission Hill projects. The same. The projects got black and expanded people. So, like everything I'm gonna tell you, this Boston, like, is black. That's why like, I think I told, like, I had a brief conversation with you. So, yeah. Well, no, nah, all of them mixed with Roxbury got Spanish people. Mission Hill is Roxbury, bro. But anyway, like I told you, um, for it's like all of the projects. Cause we don't have many projects, but all of the projects have black. Is mixed, don't have black, Spanish, and Dominican people. But then, like you said, for nationalities, when it comes to all of us that's supposed to and understand and recognize that we're black, we're all black together with different mm. nationalities speaking. Now, South Boston, them Irish people, like you said, most of them over there where Wadi was at and where it is now, like now it's segregated. I mean, it's integrated like a month. Like you have black, Spanish, you have everything in them projects. Where they was running. Now it's just like if you go to A Street and D Street and stuff like that, it's nice little places and it ain't, it ain't nothing but white because it's just white and you wouldn't want to stay there if you was black. But there is a sprinkle. It's a little sprinkle. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, like, let me ask you a question. So now, you know, like now we move, you about 18 years old, man. Like, um, who are you at that point? And, um, what type of environment? First, give me the environment. Is it the same? And then um, let me know what you exactly what you was doing during that time. Well, it's kind of tough because you skipped a, a joint. It's always funny because in my teenage years, my early teenage years, to like then, so we're going to get, I mean, because we're going to do this on another time or, or whatever. Um, my teenage years, because things was getting so bad with the with the um with the with the crack epidemic, 
is that both of my parents are from down south, are from VA. So we moved to VA those years. That so tell me what age is that? What age? What age? So you still I probably at, stayed in VA from like 14 to 18. Like my my, my shit, though, when you smelling your nuts, I, I, I lived in VA. Out gotcha. there, um, out there, it was kind of like it was it was slow. I met some of my, my brothers to the day. Um, the, like you know, to kind of fast forward that in a way, but I was like, it was situational. I got into a lot of shit because, like, you know, slowed down there for me, and I wasn't having, you know, what I'm saying I wasn't having money, and my hood down there is just like what you was explaining one time. I heard you before talking to somebody. Else. It's like you know what you was probably seeing a shot some. Like my my hood was like down there it was the apartment complexes type of deal, and it was a one way one in one way out type of situation. Mm-hmm. You gotta be driving down there at the time, and um, you know only way that you you gonna get some. And then like my parents, like I said, that you know crack is crack like this doing good for a while. To the point, like my mom's like design shit. Like my crib used to be like one of the dopest cribs in the motherfucking whole community and shit. And um, then it just went downhill. And um, I still, like I said, I was slacking. And just what I did is like what you see on other um, other situations with myself is it um, I rap. So I like I was heavy. That's when I was definitely younger, and I was definitely heavy in my rap shit. And I used to play rec ball and play ball. And I, like I said, I met some of my, my brothers. Long boy Paco Ronje, um, best friends ever, still gone into the day without me even being out there for 20 years. And um, we used to just be living like regular teenagers and just making it happen. I used to be hurting because I used to, I was like 11 year old thing. I, I went from me making my own money and I couldn't do that. That 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 hustle wasn't there. It was, it was a hustle to, 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 you know what I'm saying, to, just even it be just like crack and shit or whatever. And then it was niggas older than us. But then, so I'll give you like 15, six, like 16, 17. Them dudes end up getting locked and like anything else. When it was our turn, my hood turned up, my homies turned up. I was like still being on some like Karis one shit, just making everybody rap and shit. And I was chilling. That's how I am laid back and just getting everybody on the rap shit. And then I just had the times, you know what I'm saying? I had to step it up. And then I just put my, my thumb into the green, like, and just start fucking with a little butt, you know what I'm saying? And got my ass out of there. But in between then, I mean, also hustling. I mean, I try to, because I, like like I said before, this is an interview and shit. I don't never try to, like, no person to try to um, glorify, like, nothing in this minor. I ain't, you know, I... Well, I have been involved with shooting, but I don't try to glorify things, and I'm not like no ill ass nigga like that. But um, what we was mainly doing, like me and the dude pop, like we first started doing stuff. Our first shit, we was breaking in mad cribs and shit like that. And like one of the first time I got tagged, the motherfuckers, the people try to hit us. Like, cause they was only, you know what I'm saying? Like, they try to hit us with over shit. Like, try to um, hit us with like a hundred and some cribs. Fortunately, the first time, I mean, fortunately, the first time that I had got caught up, the, um, uh, uh, what you, Codea Mines, whatever, he, t- he Takeshi'd me, but he did it, did me a favor by doing so. And I beat my first one, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. with all those charges over my head. 
You know what I'm saying? So I felt comfortable. I chilled. I just went back in the hood and just used to be writing rhymes and trying to get the brothers right. And then, but my man went up for a long time. Then, hold on, hold on. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. So now, when it come to, because you, you you talked about how um you chose not to release, you know, say you chose not to indulge in selling crack, right? Because of the um, situation that you probably seen with your family. So, like, when you're going through all these different trials and error, what kept you focused? Like, who was it? Like, was it an OG around you, your father? Who, who, somebody, like, was it an uncle, cousin? Who kept you focused on um, you need to be doing whatever you was doing? I mean... Not to be on no bullshit, like that's why I like not to toot my own horn. That's why sometimes I looked at like, something inside me and something outside of me is just that I know that like certain things. That's what a lot of brothers and got a problem with is like not recognizing themselves and looking in the mirror and understanding what you're about and what you're a part of and what you're capable of. I know what I'm capable of and I know what I am and, and what it is. But it's like, I wish, like, I mean, my pops was, like I said, my pops was there the whole time. And then the funny thing, too, that I ain't, you know, I don't supposed to leave this out. But like I said, I left out. Um, It's just like in the middle of it, because the same thing happened for the same reason that we moved there. In the middle of, like, or closer to the half of us being in VA, my pops had enough. And he split, took me and took him and my little sister back to the bean, you know what I'm saying, too. So, like you said, it's a lot of controversy, but I, I, as you know, I'm saying you young, and that's why I like fucked up in school because I wasn't focused. I really thought that I could rap, you know what I'm saying? I thought that shit was going, like, you couldn't convince me that I, I wasn't going to be able to rap and shit like that. I think that I, I kind of maybe convinced myself, which I think to the day is still good, even if it was a, a lot of myself, that like I just, I just knew that the shit and the struggle just wasn't for me. And I just kept cracking at whatever it took to stay alive without going to jail forever at the same time. But I still put myself in situations and I still was around a lot of real shit because out there it's very dangerous. Just like recently I went to go, but it was like, again, the garden, trees, the earth, and whoever cared about me, um, I, I didn't go. And in my hood, they throw this anniversary and um, I ain't go and, and, and shit got crazy out there in 20, I believe, um, yeah, 13 niggas got killed and them niggas let off like 350 some shots, like similar to your type of situation. But that don't supposed to happen in my hood. And my hood is like, you know what I'm saying? A thousand feet big, like like 2000 feet. No, nah, I mean, bigger than that. But you know what I'm saying? My, my hood's not not big like that, man. And 13 people uh, got touched and like it was just all crazy and I didn't even get to go out there. And it was just like, and then we went to the city. I went to the city with my sister and my moms, and then I was calling, getting the calls, and people, it was crazy out there. That shit made CNN. Holly, like I said, Holly Cole, Virginia. You can look that up. I mean, it's Chesapeake, Virginia, but I call it Holly Cove, Virginia, because it's Holly Cove. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just, you know, we went through a lot of tough times. And I mean, not even that, like I said, I had my dude on um, Reginald Cherry, Long Boy, Ronald, Ronald, Ron J. Like, I had them brothers. And we used to just play ball. We just lived our, our teenage lives and just knew. And like, and again, like my man Paco, the other guy, a part of the square, also used to say, is like, 
it is like our, our hood wasn't even really like a ghetto or hood. It was more community. So like we all knew each other and like even the beefs, like nobody really like like I just said that that catastrophe, the tragedy and that shooting that happened at that memorial that they had. Um, nobody like we didn't even get locked up for pumping or nothing out there. Nobody ever got killed. None of my teammates and nobody that was in my hood ever killed each other out there. So that really rocked them people. You know what I'm saying? And all the years I stay out there for four and a half to five years, and people been out there all their lives. And it was a couple of murders even when I was out there with my people. So now I'm contradicting with one murder. I'm gonna try to gloss that that my people's apart. But like that shit didn't happen for one time to like quadruple in one night like really you know what I'm saying really fucked up that situation like I said I think what you asked me is just more or less that I just I, I just I just stayed on top because that's like I said oh geez I, I love them I, I have I had them out here it's some in another part of Virginia and it's some out there too but it wasn't an everyday thing but it was people because like I said, it was more love and community out there more than anything, more of enemies and us beefing with each other, even the older people. Like I said, we kind of almost have more beef with the older, the OGs of that community more than anybody else. But one thing that they did is when they did some crazy shit with a um, with, with some people in Portsmouth, with a, a town that's known too, that's supposed to have been tougher, this, uh, tougher than us or whatever, they let us know when they jacked them kids up that, yo, we got to be strapped up and ready because they're going to come through because they did them dirty. And, like, just shut like that. So, you you know, they put us on and let us know to be to be ready. But for the most part, I think having my brothers is, I call, we call each other the square. Long, Paco, and Jay, we the square. And, like, we help each other. And, like I said, I won't diss no older person. It's people that came through in the way that I'm probably not thinking of like that. But it wasn't no everyday person beside myself, God, the trees, energy, what type of person I am to keep myself away from that mess. Mm. So, like, um, like, like, during that time, did you have, like, a spiritual advisor? Did you... um? You know, did you go to church? What, what was it? Or you just left all that stuff alone? Like, you just, did you telling me you just did all that from just, you know, um, seeing what was going on and just knowing that subconsciously you don't want to be that way? Excuse me. More of the latter, bro, because I never went to church. Like, I mean, I don't, I mean, I could be disrespectful to others or even myself in a way. But I don't know nothing about the Bible like that, bro. Like I think I know. Not even like, hold on, hold on. Let me let me stop you there. I ain't talking about just the Bible. When I say spiritual advisor, I mean like um, you know, no, just I, somebody to keep you motivated. Okay, now nah, also my I I, I kind of seen. I'm just saying that I didn't know because I mean some people would probably take that as being disrespectful that they don't know the Bible. But I wasn't saying. But no, I just know. You you know, you got this shell, you got this system, you know yourself. I know that I'm a spiritual person, you know what I'm saying? Period. So, like I said, again, it's like I understand what you're saying, and then like, yeah, like I like I said, I didn't see it's just knowing yourself and then being in that thing. And like like I said, I went from a city to a country. Now it's not like it's kind of better out there for them to get along and stuff, and I ain't drive, so 
Like you gotta be driving down there and stuff like that. So we ain't get to do nothing but see each other every day and do certain things. I mean, we went out, we got parties in certain time and we went to Virginia Beach, we, you know, the Pharrell's hood and the cliffs, seen them. Like we went out to them places and did certain things, but for the most part, we 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 stayed in the hood. So it's just like it gotta be, you know, life gotta be better than this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? And you know. At, like I said, at the same time, it's just like, even though you're seeing shit, it's like I said, uh, uh, mainly what you're looking for is just like even coming back up here and being up here from the beginning. It's just like, I'm not no follower, bro. Like I can be around stuff. I've been around a lot of people, but I was never no follower. So I think that kind of like really sums up what you asked me on that note. It's just like knowing yourself, even though it's kind of at a young age, you know, just kind of knowing yourself and not like overdoing stuff, you know what I'm saying? Knowing that this not that's not true. That's just like I said, I seen it and I put bad reference to it and my man had to tell me, but that's just like boys in the hood when um when old oh, oh boy when Cuba Junior um Cuba Junior gets out the car, tell him like he ain't down with them to ride. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't like most gangster nigga, most street nigga, oh, he's a sucker. Like they ready, he killed this boy, his best friend. He's supposed to nah nigga. That nigga knew he won't for that. And his pops told him not not to do that shit. And instead of him six months, 12 months later, getting in the courtroom, pulling you out and being a snitch ass, bitch ass nigga, he got out the car. You have to respect that. So when it when it come to snitches, like uh, everyone, you know, pretty much got their legendary snitches from their town, but we rarely hear about Boston. You know, uh, like what's to what's to that? Like, it's, it's a lot of solid dudes from that area. Um, that's funny. Right off the hand, I can't think. You know, um, everybody give the dude from that movie, Man Love, but he ratted on um, um with the, um, boy George, our boy George, he ratted, but he was in the fed with niggas, but he ratted. He had mad weed. That's the own um, movie with um when the girl fucking what what damn movie is that? It might be blow, but then they switched it. But it was weed. He was telling me. you ever seen the movie Blow? Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah, that Spanish movie. Yeah, that's 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 Boy George's story. He's from Boston, but he ratted. Oh yeah, Boston George. Boston George, yeah, Boston George. Yeah, I said keep saying boy, Boston George, but he told. But, yeah, he um, right. He did tell. A, and he out of jail on. right now. No, he's home. And he he's dead. Home. I know. Yeah, he ain't dead. He he's home. But um, a lot of. And I got niggas that, like I told you, the niggas from my block that went up, nigga, a couple of my men, my closest men. He said, Sean Cody, yo, you got me fucking saying, Sean I don't even know. Listen, it, oh, yeah. Nah, but see, that's one thing that's fucked up. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna front. I mean, within our, within our city, yeah, that, and we got it bad out here, man. I mean, early in the game, that's what another, on another level, like, I'll be trying to tell people, I don't even know why they be bringing it up. And I think I put it on a little lot that I had. It's like, I don't, that's why I kind of don't like certain people that run up on me or be in a situation. Be like, yo, 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 you was talking to him. You know, he be talking and he talk. Well, tell that man that. Do something about it. Because it, we got him bad out here, bro. We got him bad out here. Like, we got him real bad out here. And like, he keep putting up to me tap, like a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Back in the days, like we, we went past and what you asked me, like, you know, back in the days when I was coming up, 90, 91, if that was on your, if that was on your joint, 
that it would be very old school status, very bad for you. You'd be lucky if you make it or you'd have moved to Atlanta or some shit like that. But um, right now, I mean, it, it matters where 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 you where you at and who you rat on. But we kind of got it a little bad out here. It's definitely ain't gonna try to make it. It's a lot of real solid dudes and a lot of people get busy out here. But it's a lot of niggas that on yeah. It's a lot of rats, definitely. A lot of jealous rats. A lot of motherfuckers tell old niggas because they don't like what the fuck they doing. Banana eating style. No, no, no. Hold on, man. No, no. I definitely understand that, man. And you know, when it come to um that type of behavior, it's a lot of things that's going on in the media right now. Let me ask you a question. So, when it come to you know, say that your father is a rat. Does that automatically make you a mouse? You know, you know, Meek Mill said it in his rhymes. You know, Philly Cats, King Garner, he pretty much goes with that slogan. You know, Meek Mill said it first. If your father's a rat, they make you a mouse. So I don't believe that. So I want to say that on record. But I just want to hear how you feel about that. I mean, first of all, I'm going to say did I know and I'll be talking about it a lot. The niggas don't have common sense no more. And my answer to it with common sense would tell you that that's fucking stupid because everybody is their own individual. And now I can understand if um you trying to like emulate to the fullest or like do the same thing as your father or whatever. It's just like Michael, don't, don't you guys know that Michael Jordan, the Michael Jordan that everybody loves of basketball? He has a son. And he can't play basketball like Michael Jordan. So Salute that's, Eric for being a member of the channel, man. Salute you, fam. That's the my reverse. That's how I get down. I make metaphors off of things that might not make sense to others. But Michael Jordan's got a son and he can't play basketball, bro. Well, he thinks he can. He probably could play better than me, but he can't play on a professional level. So my answer that you asked me straight up, I don't believe in that bullshit. And that's how a lot of things always get misconstrued and how things are always represented and always given to us and how people follow like i said before not being a follower and being a leader of your own life in your own mind it's like um not fuck meek mills, um, fuck meek mills but like you're listening to meek mills talk about somebody's a rat and like we all know this and i'm not gonna go heavy into this but again you're listening to somebody that um every day and all the time he's dapping and hanging around a bunch of you know people that are doing a lot of things that's not righteous and that are rats so that's ridiculous but like i said the answer straight up to me is like no you're not no rat because your father's a rat that doesn't make any sense at all you don't got shit to do with what your father did and you know what's interesting not i actually did a video probably about a week ago with my boy who was just in here wild bill radio salute wild bill radio y'all go follow my boy as well as t history on um youtube but the thing is is um he his man's was in his joint on the live with an elbow, right? And he asked him about his father, and he was like, "Yo, what's up with your pops?" He was like, "My pops, my pops dead to me, fam. He been dead for ten years." And then he got the saying that his pops died the moment his pops became a snitch. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Some people carry it like that. Like I said, maybe again, because I don't 
consider my, but I don't think that that has anything neither. Because the same way I would give on Pope, um, is that like it's like anything else that's this really natural, is that and I can give him that if that shit's real, if it's really his pops and all that shit, and it's not clout chasing, no pun, is that um like if you love somebody, you love somebody. Like, you know, if your sister or your brother do something fucked up, man, you still like if it like I say, my sister, my like like if I do something fucked up, my sister, my mother gonna love me. That's what I love about them. That's what I can right say. Right or wrong, huh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they gonna, you know what I'm saying? I mean, even be some fuck shit that I ain't got no. No, right or wrong. That's but, that's really what love's supposed but, to be, right or wrong. Yeah, right or wrong. Know? Like, like they even if they ain't gonna be in front of they my mom's just gonna get the fuck get them cameras the fuck out of my face, the fuck out of my son's face. She even after doing all that shit, my mom's gonna put on the show, but then she gonna come tell me, like, nigga, what the fuck did you just do? But she ain't gonna tell y'all I'm a sucker. Or I'm a bitch ass nigga, or I'm dead because I did this. So that's the problem again that we have across America that we've been staying with the wrong information to believe that you gotta go out as being such a gangster. But people that you know, what I'm saying trading their lives and tattoo themselves up and put themselves in graves into that shit that deep, they believe in that. I mean, that's that man's opinion and that's his business. I think the shit is 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 totally nuts, but. I can't say that he's wrong. If that's what he feel and that's how he's carrying it, that's the way that he's going to carry it. You know, it's going to be a day probably that he's going to feel sorry that he said that or he feel that way. But maybe he won't. But I know the the, the average person or, or somebody who has any type of heart, any type of compassion or common sense know, again, that that don't, I don't have anything to do with him, but I think that he probably said that because knowing, well, you said an elbow, but just knowing that hey, he's still around a bunch of people with elbows, a bunch of monsters, that he just wanted to set it straight, that he 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 ain't a part of that type of situation. Right. Keeping people the fuck away from him to make them think that he, he don't give a fuck about his pops like that, but he probably still don't really mean it like that. You know, but like I said, I I just and I'm saying that for further people, anybody who watch this, any youngsters, anybody grown, if that's your thought process, bro. Like I said, I I don't condone that shit. I don't even fuck around with nothing on the streets like that. I have um been I broke the law and will break the law in certain situations, but it's just certain times that I I just think that like that's just crazy, and that's just our, our thought process is kind of off. We've seen that these type of tactics and certain things that we living by this code has not worked for us. And a lot of things that we be doing to each other don't work for us. So, I mean, you you got to realize and recognize something has got to change. And, and that type of mentality for another brother as the dude that you said, I'm not going to repeat his name, but to sit up there and tell somebody, oh, your mouse, though, you, you, what your dad is. Yeah, he's talking about Meek Mills. Meek Mills have, have a record where he says that if your father's a rat, I mean, if your father's a rat, that makes you a mouse. And then, like I said, it, it, it's, it's, um, Philly because King Erna, you know, that's his slogan almost, you know, the same thing. Mm hmm. Like I said, that the only thing is, and that's what I almost said on off Edison, like on you can't be what that guy says he is. Preach what you preach. 
on one tongue or one cheek. And then so how you feel it. about like Boston? Do y'all do y'all have like Muslim culture out there? Oh, we definitely we got a we got a almost um, solid moss out here. With okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you something then. So when it comes to that, right? A lot of people would say that Muslims are supposed to be more so on the forgiving side. They are more so supposed to tell the truth. And when you are practicing your deen, some people would say you would probably be more so more towards uh, snitch behavior, more towards someone coming forward in cases and getting justice. You know, when you practice in the deen, you know, it's just it's part of it. Right. Now, with that being said, how do you feel about, you know, people who do practice the deen and they still leave the street aspect? I mean, like I said, that's where, like, even that I probably would do it in some areas in life myself, but that's just contradictory, obviously, because I don't necessarily, I get what you're saying, I don't necessarily believe that that person has to also um, ride out for a snitch or a rat or whatever, but like you're saying, I, I think that that person should not go out his way. That's just like the whole hating thing for me, but I'm stick to the program, but like, yeah, you, you, why are you going out your way to over embarrass somebody? Like you said, cause you're supposed to be there to embrace that person and cover that person. Like you said, to do right and be truthful. Not that you're telling that person to go snitch on that person. I'm just talking about after the fact, right. after, the fact if the, after the fact of what's been done, you should be one of the free person people to go and embrace that person and try to tell them all of that great information that you got. But that's why I had a problem myself. And that's another conversation I'm going to answer, but I'm not going to go too far. But that's why I had a problem. Like what you asked me the question, we have a Mars one up here. The Mars, I think it's number 11 or 12. We have a big uh, following of that, but it's just like, um, yeah, 11. And, um, it's it's a lot of contradictory. Them brothers, you always can get information from them brothers, and it can be supportful. But it's things like that because they deal with a lot of aggression, and I guess in some ways that that's not too bad. But the situation is like this, where you, like you said, you you're trying to bring. You can't play two sides of the fence, no matter what you're doing. You know what I mean? So you you can't sit out there and one cheek, one tongue, and tell people, oh oh, you're not this and you're not a good guy if you're running your mouth, but then you tell people to be honorable and, and, and you're, you're kicking knowledge and you're supposed to be about embracing people and see them better their life because a person can rebound for things that they've done in the past. You know what I mean? So I, I just think that it's, it, it's just, yeah, it's just, it, it's bad. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense what he's talking about when he does that. No. I get it. I get it. I get it. I just wanted to ask you that question, man. Um, I bring it up a little bit because I just want to hear people with different uh, perspectives on it and um, their thoughts. But um, with that being said, man, like what's going on with you, man? What what can we expect from you going into 2020, man? Well, we here now, you know, 2020, like I said, I just need the blessings for you know, for everybody to eventually come around to me working on the T History channel. I'm also, you know, trying to kick it in, try to work something out with this brother, Death the Cloud Chaser. 
wherever he at in the world. And um, also going to put some, put some music together at least by like March or April, even if it's like five joints and then I name it some. I don't even got it in process. Right now, I'm going to probably just go ahead and do what I've been doing lately or this week is I'm going to just grab some couple of beats and stuff and just put a couple of verses or some, some songs together, throw them on the gram and see where they go, see if somebody holler at me about some beats or try to get with your boy and throw them up here. And, and just try to work that channel, right? And just try to um, just be on positive movements and just trying to grow that channel and along with the music, you know what I'm saying? Because that always be a roller coaster ride with me, with the music, because like I said, our environment, what's going on and where people's approaches is always changed. I end up being bipolar because of the situation of the audience and where people think music's supposed to be and, and that type of thing. But um, I'm going to be messing with the music and I want to build with brothers, um, continue to um, also um, have things going on with um, the big OG, um, Jim dropping, um, Kareem Johnson um, and, and, and things like that. They just um, have um, sit downs and politic about life and just try to, um, you know, what I'm saying try to brace this culture the right way without um, hurting anybody, without, you know, and tagging anybody's lives, just trying to bring lives and save maybe the youth. And also like my approach that I've been trying to tell people too, we also got to save middle-aged people too. We can't always just be like about saving these kids. We also got to save people this a nice 10 to 35 to 62 too, because those are people, even though they had a time to get themselves right, right, they've been through, there's a lot of people that have been through things like me and more than me. With me just telling half of the story, I told, I mean, kind of a lot, but um, yeah, it's a lot of people that have issues. And and one last thing on that note, I just want um a lot of brothers and sisters to understand that um, don't hold nothing in your chest, you know, and um, let things build up. Find somebody to talk to, because there's someone to listen to you, and there's somebody that don't think you're weird, you're crazy, or you're insane because that's what you're thinking. Because if you don't it's going to mess your head up and then you're going to lash out on somebody or do something crazy that doesn't deserve it, including yourself. Dope, 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 man. I definitely um dig that, man. Shout out to um, your social media, man. I just got the one me on Facebook. I'm Juan Hicks. I don't really got too much up there except for bugging. And then on the Instagram, the same thing. What I talk, I, I, I shoot well on the Instagram. I also have my Instagram is T History, but it's just T period History. Whereas the YouTube channel is T E E History. The History on both of them is H I X X S T O R Y for the History. And um, so on the gram, just like everybody else, throw flicks up there. Sometimes if I have a little freestyle or a little verse or something like that, I throw it up there. Now that I'm learning how to mess with this inshallah, certain things, I throw some little cute little shit up there like everybody else been doing. And um, also, I also have little cooking. You know, I got food too up there. And sorry, Erna, but I also have sea moss too. But I just do it. I ain't selling my sea moss, but I just got sea moss to show people and put people on and let people know about sea moss as well. So you definitely gonna see me on Instagram for that for the sea moss on my food. And when that and the slogan for that is gots to get it right, baby. You gots to get it right. 
That's about it, baby. I mean, I got much more, but that's about it. And you definitely got to check out my man, Death of the Cloud Chaser. Like I said, he's on fire. He's been putting it down. Been busy for like the last, what, two weeks straight. You know what I'm saying? And he got me up here. And um, I hope a lot of y'all just um get in tune and sub me. And um, just know that we coming, man, from all different type of angles. Nah, it ain't. That's why I told you, um, Tim Tap. Nah, it's H-I-X-X story. Nah, not the regular Hicks. It's H. It's H I X X story, and they gotta be together. YouTube is T E E H I X X S T O R Y, and on Instagram is T dot H X X S T O R Y. Yeah, it's on the screen. That's how you get me on YouTube. And the other one, Instagram is just T period history. Right. Good looking, brother. We woke for 2020. I'm out here. Peace to the real people out there, man, viewing in paying attention to what's going on. I'm new to this. The baby's crawling, man. Yeah, yo, y'all, this is a um good thing for y'all to go to work to, man. It's a Boston story, man, a real version. You know, um, the version, the version that you've been looking to hear, I'm telling you, it's something different. So when you hear this on the playback, man, y'all definitely hit them like buttons. Y'all definitely subscribe. Y'all definitely need to share this, man. You know what I'm saying? Become part of the family, man. Be a sponsor. Shout out to Eric. You know, he definitely became a member of the channel today. And we like to see more of y'all do that, man. So until then, man, salute, man. It's definitely the Cloud Chaser TV, man. His link will be in the description. T-X-3, peace, y'all. Thanks for the...